Welcome to the podcast series, Here for the Horses, presented by Racing Victoria. In each episode, we'll be discovering how Victorian racing is progressing as a leader in equine care. Your host, Marie McEwen. Welcome to another episode of Here for the Horses. It takes a team of people to maintain the heroes of our sport, the equine athletes. Vets play a major role in this day-to-day maintenance of the horses and on race day. In this episode, we'll chat with Dr Grace Forbes. Dr Grace Forbes is the head of Racing Victoria's Veterinary Services and the general manager of that team. Grace, it's great to have you here. Thank you. Grace, in this episode, we're all about veterinary protocols and I guess looking back and looking forward. We know what's happened in the past with the catastrophic injuries and what's changed moving forward around those. So we might just start off with the veterinary services team on race day to start with race day. Who is your veterinary services team and what do you do on race day? So we've got a large team of veterinarians, sampling assistants and veterinary nurses that work at all of the race meetings across the whole state. So they could be working in Mildura or Bairnsdale or here in town at Flemington. On race day, there are really four main roles that we carry out. The first one is overseeing the anti-doping program. So that involves collecting samples both pre and post race. The second one is examining horses for their suitability to race and that could be before the races. Uh, It would be examining the horses in the mounting yard, particularly if there's an incident and then again examining the horses around at the barriers. The third thing that we do is looking at horses post-race and so that might be at the request of the stewards if a horse has performed poorly But it's also quite common for a trainer to present their horse if it hasn't performed up to their expectations. Uh, Or the horse might do something post-race, like it perhaps might be coughing, and so they'll bring it around for us to examine. And then the final thing that we do is we're there to provide first aid if it's needed. And Grace, Racing Victoria is really striving to be the safest place in the world to race horses. And around springtime, there are a number of protocols to do with the international horses and the local horses. We might just chat about the spring racing protocols for the international horses. So with the international horses, we introduced a number of veterinary protocols three years ago, uh, and they can be sort of broken up into uh, the pre-travel protocols. And then once the horses arrive here in Victoria, there's the pre-race protocols. So if we look at the pre-travel ones, there's really three main areas. We ask the trainer and their private vet to provide some background information about the horse for us. The second thing that we do is we examine the horses. So either a Racing Victoria vet or a vet appointed by us will actually examine the horses in their home country. And then the third thing that they are required to do is have some scans taken of all four fetlocks. Ideally, that's a CT, a standing CT, but where that's not available, uh, it would be an MRI. And then once the horses arrive to Australia, they go to the Werribee International Horse Centre. What are the protocols upon arrival? So once the horses arrive here, they undergo a weekly inspection. So we go down and have a look at them, watch the way they move. And then in addition to that, before every start they have in Victoria, they're required to have a standing CT of all four fetlocks. 
And how many starts can those international horses have? So the only restriction in the number of starts that the internationals can have is that if they are to compete in the Melbourne Cup, they can only have one start in Australia prior to running in the Melbourne Cup. But otherwise, there's no restrictions on the number of starts that they have. And just going back to the images taken pre-export for these horses, I guess it's important for people to understand who reviews the images. It's not just yourself, is it? That's right. Um, When you look at the images, I think one thing that's also important to note is that the purpose of the pre-travel inspections and images is to stop an unsuitable horse coming here. It's a huge investment by international trainers, uh, owners, uh, even Australian interests that have purchased a horse uh, in bringing a horse all the way here to Australia. So We have a lot of checks before they travel, but the aim of that is to make sure that when they get here, you know, to the best of our ability, we hope that they'll be suitable to race. If you look at the reviewing of the images, we have a panel of uh, international experts. They've got expertise in uh, equine or horse surgery and also imaging. And so three of those will examine each set of images and then provide a report to Racing Victoria and my team. And I guess that's important for people to know as well, Grace. You really do want it to be the safest place for people to race horses. And as you mentioned, it's a huge expense bringing horses from uh, overseas to come and race in Australia. So Racing Victoria wants to do everything within their powers to make that possible and to ensure the longevity and the welfare of horses racing in Australia and Victoria for our carnivals. That's right. International participation is really important to Racing Victoria and we really value the international trainers and the connections and the investment that they make in bringing horses here because it is a long way to travel all the way to Australia, particularly from Europe but also Asia. And so we have these protocols uh, in place to ensure the safety of those horses because a lot of these horses are um, uh, quite prominent horses. They've had uh, wonderful careers and our aim is that they come here, they race safely and then they go home safely. Another important topic is the relationship of a private vet within a stable. Obviously the private vets and the trainers see these horses every day. That's right, the private vets play a huge role uh, and I think in some circumstances they're not utilised as much as they could be uh, by both us and also by the trainers. Uh, and they've, they've got a huge amount of expertise in a lot of conditions and illnesses that affect horses, whether they be lameness conditions or respiratory conditions, uh, asthma and EIPH. They have a huge amount of knowledge and expertise in how to best manage these types of conditions in racing horses. And so I think there's definitely scope for Uh, my team at Racing Victoria, uh, and also, I think, for trainers to really better utilise that expertise. And one of the questions that probably relates to this topic is unusual actions in horses. Like, we know we've been around horses for a long time and they all move differently. They might have an unusual action. What happens if a trainer's got a horse that has always had an unusual action? What course of or what process do they have to take to to notify the Racing Victoria team? So if a horse has an unusual gait, 
for our team, what is really helpful is if the stable and their private vet get in contact with us at their earliest opportunity and let us know, uh, perhaps even send us a video of the horse jogging up so that we can get a feel for it, even if it's just by video and not in real life. And then also provide some additional background information. So it might be that they've undertaken some special lameness exams, uh, nerve blocks, they've localised the lameness, uh, they've taken some diagnostic imaging. And so they're really confident that they understand why a horse moves in a particular way. And in understanding that, they understand the horse's risk profile. And so I think the, the key there is... Um, providing information to us at the earliest opportunity because a lot of times the stables have done a lot of work in the background and so sharing that with us is really helpful. And technology has come a long way and I'm sure you would have noticed being a vet some of the things now that weren't available in the past the technology for vets and trainers has come such a long way and from your perspective like there's a digital gait analysis component That's right. I mean, I was thinking when you were saying how technology has gone a long way. When I was first, when I first became a vet, we didn't have digital x-rays. So you used to have to go to a a trainer's yard, take some x-rays, take the cassettes back to the hospital and then develop them. And so then if you had taken a bad shot, you then had to drive all the way back out to the trainer's property and repeat the images. Whereas now everybody's really familiar with digital x-rays. You take an x-ray and the image pops up on a computer. So it's definitely come a long way. Um, and gait analysis is no different. There's sort of two main uh, bits of technology that have become available more recently. One is the Equinosis system. And this is a system where uh, you put... Uh, sensors on the horse. Uh, They have a sensor on their pole uh, and on their rump and on one of their pastons and those sensors track the horse's movement uh, and they can map out asymmetry and or lameness. And the other newer one that's uh, really exciting is a markerless system. So you can essentially using this app take a video of a horse jogging uh, and it will identify points on a horse's head and rump Uh, and then using AI determine sort of how the horse moves and identify any asymmetry or lameness. It sounds fantastic and I've actually had a look at that. It's called the Sleep app. So is that something that Racing Victoria has started using? It is. uh, We started using it at the start of this year and I think it's got great application for us but also for trainers and their private vets Some of the private vets and the trainers I know have started uh, using it in their stable. And what's great is that um, you can send an invitation to a trainer to record a video for you. And so with their iPhone, they record a video uh, and then the vet, whether it's me or a private vet, can then uh, re-watch that video and also see the system's analysis of how the horse moves. And it generates a really detailed report from that trot up video doesn't it? Yeah it really does. Uh, it, it shows things like the level of symmetry in front and behind uh, and identifies whether there's any lameness or gait abnormality behind, in front or behind or left or right so it, it really is quite novel. And 
There's a new CT scanner being built or delivered to Cranbourne. I saw something about that recently. That's a really exciting time because there's so many horses at the Cranbourne Training Centre now. That's right. Cranbourne is one of our biggest training centres and Racing Vic has been really proactive in investing in diagnostic imaging. So in 2019, we had the first standing CT in Australia installed at the Werribee Equine Centre. Uh, We've also purchased a second CT, which will be uh, stationed at the Cranbourne Hospital on course. Uh, And then excitingly, um, at the end of this year, we'll have a new PET scanner arrive to be used down at the Equine Centre at Werribee. And I caught up with Melissa Ware for a, a chat earlier and I asked her about the Medicare for Horses and how that is available and what the process is for, for trainers that might have a horse and the benefits for owners. So the Medicare system for horses or the long-winded diagnostic imaging subsidy program uh, is a really great initiative that Racing Victoria has supported and so essentially it means that for advanced diagnostic imaging which includes scintigraphy or bone scans, CT, MRI and in the near future PET, Racing Victoria pays for 50% of the cost of those imaging modalities and in addition to that we pay for an exam undertaken by a specialist veterinarian prior to the scan And where the horse is required to stay overnight in hospital, for example, with scintigraphy, we'll also cover the cost of staying in hospital for one night. And so, as an example, if a horse were to have an MRI, that's a potential saving of up to $1,600 for owners. And there's a really big emphasis on the longevity and retirement of horses and welfare of horses and the amount of horses exiting the industry. So I guess all of those uh, functions that are available for trainers and owners, it's about preventing or getting possible, uh, like avoiding injuries early and hopefully maintaining a horse's career for a lot longer. That's right. Um, when, when I first started as a equine vet, uh, we used to think that most injuries were accidents and that a horse took a wrong step or that they stood in a hole on the track. And uh, in over the years, Racing Victoria's invested a lot in research and one of the big programs we've invested significantly in is the Equine Limb Injury Prevention Program. And really one of the first key findings was that injuries were not accidents that the majority of injuries we see in horses are stress-related injuries, which means they come on over time. And what is really exciting about that is it means we've got an opportunity to prevent them if we can identify them at a really early stage. And that's got benefits all round. Um, It could mean that a horse stays in training for longer and is able to compete in more races it means that they would be less likely to retire early and means that they've got a lot more opportunities when they retire if they retire fit and healthy. That's a really big one too because the number of horses retiring that perhaps have soundness issues as well, if things can be done throughout their training or as younger horses to hopefully have the horse retire and exit as a sounder horse. It just opens up a lot of opportunities for a horse in a second career when they're exiting fit and healthy. 
And with regard to workload on, on horses, we know that uh, injuries build up over time. So spelling would be an important way to, I guess, stress horses and then let them recover. That's right. One of the other key findings from the research that we've undertaken is that if you look at a horse's uh, racing preparation, so over the course of a horse's preparation, each time they're galloping and exposed to fast work, they build up a small amount of damage in their bones. And so that uh, accumulates over time. And so then there comes a time in a horse's preparation when it needs some time to stop uh, and The wonderful thing about a horse's body and bones is that it's able to repair. And so if we give the horse a spell and an opportunity to repair, we can then almost sort of reset that those bones so that when they start again, they can start with a low level of uh, injury at the start of that prep. And again, things have changed so much from a training perspective. Trainers are modifying work programs or doing different workloads with horses as well. Have you noticed a change in that from your perspective? I definitely have and I think it's one of the things that is it's another thing that we've learnt a lot about. Uh, we know that both too little work and too much work is associated with a higher risk of injury and so it's a bit like that Goldilocks phenomenon. We're all looking for that sort of middle area where we've done enough work to stimulate the bones which actually then is protective but not done so much that we've then predisposed them to injury and so it is the tailoring of a program to a specific horse and also finding that happy medium of uh, not too much and not too little. So Grace as we wrap up this chat why are vet checks important? So pre-race vet checks are really important clearly trainers and their private vets have a really good understanding of a horse. Uh, they're aware of its its training history, its veterinary history, but there's definitely a place for a fresh set of eyes to come in and inspect a horse, particularly in the lead up to a big race. Well, Grace, it's been wonderful to have you in the studio to discuss all things surrounding the vet veterinary side of Racing Victoria and why vet checks matter. Thank you very much. Thanks very much, Marie. You've just been listening to an episode of Here for the Horses from Racing Victoria. Your host was Marie McEwen. Here for the Horses is produced at the studios of RSN Racing and Sport. You can download more episodes from the series at equinewelfare.com.au.